from the newsroom of South Coast Today. This is ST Speaks, a podcast diving deeper into the news of the day and covering hot button issues that matter to you. You're listening to ST Speaks. Welcome back to the Courtside with Kurt podcast. I'm Standard Times digital editor Brennan Curie and joined as always by Standard Times Courts and Cops reporter Kurt Brown. How are you doing today, Kurt? I'm doing well. And yourself, Brendan? Not bad. We're going to be revisiting a case today that we have talked about on the podcast before. It's Jeffrey A. Kucher. He's a 47-year-old Fairhaven man. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was arrested uh, back, was it 2017 that he was arrested? And uh, so it was after three uh, early morning incidents uh, where uh, women were uh, attacked uh, mm-hmm. and yes. and raped uh, prostitutes. And uh, there's kind of been a whole bunch of different uh, repercussions of this case, but there's uh, some new news here in this, there and is. they have a little bit of new evidence against him. They do. Uh, so uh, this podcast touches on two things with, that we talk about frequently in these podcasts. One is the use of high technology, and then two is good, hard work, Uh, by the police. Uh, In this case, it's um, state police, Detective Brock Morissette, and New Bedford Police Department Detective uh, Stephen Taylor, who many of you know from uh, Team Owen. So um, we'll go back to August of 1917 and this case was in New Bedford. 2017, don't worry. 2017. We're, not, we're, not, we're not going that far back no. in the archives. No. And this Kurt may have been reporting on <laughs> crime in New Bedford in 1917, though. <laughs> I don't know. What was your start date? No, I, uh, I was not. Oh. All so right. This was 2017. Um, so it was, the first incidents were in June and then one in July, but right. he was arrested in August. Right. So this case <clears throat> back in August of last year was literally on its last leg. Uh, the problem... <clears throat> with the case was identification, that none of the victims could identify him. So, um, And in fact, one actually gave an incorrect identification of a different correct. man who was incarcerated during one of the attacks, yes. so he was ruled out. Now, I'm, I'm not going to name that individual yeah, yeah, because he's been yet. cleared. However, he has been convicted of a rape, um, According to the prosecution, there is that that the Mr. Kucher and this other person uh, look the same. According to the defense, or oh, they look similar. According to the defense, they don't look anything at all the same. Uh, it was the same set of facts that this uh, other gentleman would pick up prostitutes. Uh, take him to the Copacart Reservoir area of Freetown and Fall River and then beat him. Uh, he, he was convicted. Uh, he was released at the time that the police were investigating this latest round of attacks on prostitutes. Uh, and he's a registered sex offender. So it was not without just reasons why they... Uh, made the arrest plus Mm -hmm. the victim identified him uh but that proved to be entirely wrong uh because there was another attack while this um, man who was wrongly arrested was in custody so so we'll get back to this case now it was on its last legs uh um 
the prosecution was hopeful that lab tests on a starter pistol that was found in Mr. Kuchar's garage would uh, <clears throat> would be crucial to the case. However, it came back with only trace amounts of blood and um, there were of no value for comparison purposes. Uh, but but then in August, uh, this case, August of this year, this case got new life when a Bristol County grand jury uh, indicted Mr. Kucher on, uh, on new evidence. And Monday in Fall River Superior Court, uh, we found out what that uh, new evidence uh, uh, is. Uh, the prosecutor said, revealed that the police sees Mr. Kucher's phone and they have cell phone and Google data location records from it. Um, she told me that the Google data records are more refined, that they're like GPS points, that they show that Mr. Kucher's uh, phone being in the pickup area uh, at, on each time uh, when the victim is picked up then going to the remote location near the Copacart Reservoir in uh, Freetown, and then uh, leaving those remote edit, uh, areas and heading back to Fairhaven. Um, she called, uh, she described uh, this new evidence as a trail map for, for, for the uh, three of All three forced sexual assaults on two women is her that's, quote, yeah. That's right. Um, this evidence was presented uh, Monday in Fall River Superior Court at a dangerousness hearing before Judge uh, Thomas McGuire. Uh, as of today, Judge McGuire has not uh, <clears throat> uh, really, he took the case under advisement. He hasn't uh, rendered a decision. Um, if Miss Kucher is found dangerous and the um, judge determines that there are no other remedies other than detainment to ensure public safety. Mr. Kucher will be held without bail for six months. That differs from district court uh, where the maximum pretrial detention is four months. Um, so he's been indicted on two counts of aggravated rape, one count of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon causing serious bodily injury, three counts of larceny from a person, and one count of assault and battery. That's correct. Three victims. Um, uh, so there was a June 11th, uh, 2017, a June 25th, 2017, and a July 30th, 2017. Mm -hmm. uh, the women either fled or abandoned on roads uh, in, in Freetown Fall River in the mm -hmm. state forest. And uh, the women's belongings were left from the vehicles used by the suspects, which is one thing that the defense attorney has pointed out, right. that the police have not actually found any of those belongings right. uh, on or around Mr. Kucher's uh, possession. Um, so the, the June 25th incident, so the middle of the three, uh, he's accused of having a knife, uh, forcing a woman to perform oral sex. Mm -hmm. And on the July 30th, he is charged with picking up a prostitute, driving her to the state force, and striking her repeatedly in the head. Mm -hmm. uh, she suffered a fractured nose and eye socket and mm -hmm. was bleeding heavily when she was found after she either jumped or was thrown from his vehicle. Yeah, so those are the, they're charging him with the latter two of the three incidences, it seems, right now? Uh, those are, those No, they're charging him in all three. All three, okay. Uh, but, and the, so the, the two counts of aggravated rape are for... 
Correct. Gotcha. And, so, then, and in the uh, last incident, uh, that woman was, uh, a, uh, she was from New Bedford. Uh, she spent several days in Rhode Island Hospital in the intensive care unit. That came out in New Bedford District Court. Um, so what this really shows in the big picture beyond this case is the technology. Yes. And we've talked about this on the, you know, the amount of surveillance video that's out there now. But this is a, a different way the police have of, of kind of tracking down where somebody has been months prior. Uh, I'm sure we all at this point know your cell phones, you know, unless you go in and are very specific with your settings, your cell phone. And even then, it's probably still tracking you to some extent, you know, where you go. Uh, if you have your phone out right now, if it's an Android and you use Google Maps, uh, go to your Google Maps, click on the what they call the hamburger, the three lines that are give you all the options, and you'll see your timeline. And you can go back and click on days in the past, and it'll show where you drove. It'll show what time you left your house for work. Uh, we were, I was showing Kurt how it works before the podcast today. I was like, see, look, at 1137, I left my house. I walked to Clashy Common, and this time I came back. And uh, so, yeah, all that data is saved, and not just on your phone, but I'm sure on Google servers as well. So even you know, getting a new phone or something like that probably doesn't uh eliminate all the opportunities the police have to find that information but it just it makes you wonder though doesn't it Kurt about uh, a bunch of unsolved crimes from the past and and how this type of technology might have changed those I'm thinking of the highway murders here in New Bedford you know imagine if they'd had that type of technology and uh, you know each time they had a different suspect they could have looked at their cell phone data and seen where you know where they stopped on the side of 195 or on the side of 140 you're, you're absolutely right, Brendan, and ironically, um, it was not lost on me when this case was in uh, New Bedford District Court that uh, this was back in August of last year, that I remember telling one of the prosecutors that, you know, we're coming up on the 30th anniversary of the uh, Bristol County Highway killings, and she came back to me very quickly and said, uh, we're aware of that, and so... This new evidence now, ironically, uh, comes during the 30th anniversary year of the mm-hmm. Bristol County uh, Highway killings. And well, and at that point, technology was at the point where they were just trying to build a computer database at all, right. let that's alone right. having access to GPS data from months before from a, you know, basically a computer sitting in the guy's pocket. And, and, and that's the crucial point, is that uh, these indictments were handed down in August, and I haven't seen the affidavit for the search warrant, but uh, they uh, requested a search warrant, were granted for his phone, but this was sometime in June or July uh, that they got those records. So we're talking about incidents that happened in 2007 Mm -hmm. in the late spring, early summer of 2007. And his phone or a phone still has that information. Yep, and or the Google servers themselves. So, yeah. So it's it's a fascinating case. Um, the prosecutor went so far in open court as to say that the nature of the case has changed dramatically. Uh, but uh, she was she gave her some perspective and s- said it, uh, it is still a circumstantial case, but it is a strong... No DNA. No DNA, no ID. Yep. Uh, those are the key things. Um 
the defense attorney, Louis Badway, said no DNA evidence. Also, none of the uh, victim's belongings, which in each of the three cases were left in, uh, in the suspect's car, have been recovered. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, that's the latest. Uh, so as you said earlier, uh, he is uh, being held until the dangerousness hearing. That is correct. Um, is that scheduled yet? or is- um, a, a, The dangerousness hearing was held Monday. The uh, judge has not rendered a, a decision. Just as an aside, I, I, uh, as I was leaving the courthouse, um, I talked to a prominent defense attorney, who, and I said, did you hear the evidence in the case? And he said, yes. And I said, what did you think? He said, it's a circumstantial case. Is it enough for a jury to convict? He says, "Yeah, yeah, I think it is." I mean, when you when you We're have a long way from yeah, that, I mean, you have very specific data points here that say, you know. This guy was where these prostitutes were picked up. He drove to Freetown, and they, there was a little bit of a gap because of how rural yeah, uh, the location right. was. So, you know, kind of the data goes to a certain point, it stops, and then at some point he emerges back out of this black hole of uh, cell Correct. phone coverage uh, up in Freetown. So th- th- there's an awful long way to go uh, in this case, and, and we don't mean to... Uh, it's an awful long way to go, but you can understand why the prosecution is so excited. Yeah, this has to be a big turning point for them in this it's case. True. It looked like it was uh, dead on arrival at one point. Absolutely right. All right, well, thanks for joining us again, Kurt. Thank you, Brendan, for having me and uh, being a co-host on this. Absolutely. As always, you can read Kurt's work in the print edition of the Standard Times and online at southcoasttoday.com. You can listen to this podcast on Omni, on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you do listen to it and enjoy it, please give us a nice little rating there so it, it helps more people find us too. So, Yes, thank you very much.